Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. Hello and welcome to the show. It's a great show. It's a terrific show. It's a tremendous show. Frankly, the best. Ask anyone. Might be the last time I get to use that tagline. Who knows? We'll see. This is Beauty and the Beta. My name is Matt Christensen. I am flanked on my right, as always, by my wonderful co-host, Rebecca Blonde. Welcome. Hello. And... We have our first return guest tonight, the biggest <laughs> Mikey of the Biggest Mikey Podcast fame. Follow him on Twitter, at Biggest underscore Mikey. What's up, Mike? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Rebecca? Audience? Happy to have you back. And Can I refer to the happy audience? to have the, the Daryl cameo last week. Helped us oh my uh, yeah. <laughs> make jackasses of ourselves on Halloween. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I could have been there. I, I will say I, I looked back at that um that episode and my own sound with my own sound, but I kind of wish I was involved in last week's Halloween episode. But I could I couldn't on. decline this offer because man, the time <laughs> the, the times Which they are crazy, man. It looks like the sky is falling. It looks like our pets' heads are falling off. We got James <laughs> Comey. The Who witching hour is upon us. <laughs> James Comey is nuking this election cycle every chance he gets. So last Friday was the political Hiroshima. And then today <laughs> was Nagasaki. And if that triggers you, good, because it might be the last chance we get to trigger you if President Hillary takes over and shuts this whole operation down. That's what I expect anyway. Okay. But what's going on with Comey? Uh, we're going to sort that out. We will recap uh, the week that was at least what I enjoyed. A lot of anti-Trumpers losing their damn minds, mm -hmm. including my guy, Bill Maher. He, he went off the deep end on Friday night, and I watched the whole thing because I'm an addict, glutton for punishment. <laughs> I don't know why. All of us are. But the reason yeah, they're freaking out is because the electoral map is suddenly wide open. And uh, the other thing I want to do is take a look at some of these paths that Trump has to victory. Uh, it might not be likely necessarily, but the map is much more open now than it has been in the last few weeks. So we'll take a look uh, at some of those possibilities. And we'll also do one more, probably final, but you never know with this zombie. Uh, we'll do one more funeral for Gary Johnson's campaign. <laughs> plus uh, maybe some other stuff. We got a few things lined up. It'll be all this and more in your favorite hour of listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us afloat, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. And remember, there's more of the show over on our audio platforms, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher. Subscribe to those and listen if you prefer. Plus there's extra material you won't find on YouTube. On with the show... We're talking Comey Gate at the top. Oh, so. boy. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know what to make of this. I, everything well, surprises me and nothing surprises me. That sums up this election. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Well, what do you guys think about this? I will, um, I, will say, I will say this, if I may give my, um, my expertise. Um, I saw a tweet that perfectly, like, sort of, sort of um, summarized how I felt at the moment. I was just like, it's a motherfucker. Like, if you believe in white privilege, this is the one shining example of white privilege that more people who like are supporting Hillary are saying like like wait fuck I kind of like spoke on top of myself. It was just like how are many of the multiracial Hillary Clinton supporters not astonished by this show of you know like her not getting indicted on charges again. I mean, you have like almost 700,000 emails and no indictment. Like, yeah. he, didn't, he didn't read them. He didn't, he didn't read them, but I will say this. I think this show or this miscarriage of justice won't have an overall effect on the election. I do believe that's, I think that's, um, yeah. But as far as news cycles go, like that's, it, it, it 
it could either be meant to be demoralizing or you could also look at it as just like, hey, look, look what Hillary's doing again. This is another um, another like more evident show of like there. This is possible corruption right here. Why reopen up a case that you said you're going to take months to like, you know, reinvestigate all over again? Just right, to say right. just to say no, like, fuck all that. People are going to yeah. see through that, I think. I feel like he's getting pulled between the moral people in the FBI, the remaining moral people in the FBI, and then the threats from the Clinton campaign. Mm-hmm. And so I think that he felt like he had to initiate the letter, and now he feels like he has to pull back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but I, I, wanna... I will say with the letter – sorry, let me cut you off, Scott. I will no, say that like, with it. the letter at first, I kind of feel like the damage has been done because that's when, like, she really started to dip in the polls, like, so much so. Like, what is that going to do now? Saying, like, oh, no charges just on the Sunday before the election. What's that going to yeah. mean now? And I want to back it up and just emphasize some of these facts a little bit because it's hard to look at the specific facts of this case and not conclude that it's heavily politicized. And I don't mean that to, I don't mean to suggest that Comey's in the tank for Hillary. I don't think that's uh, provable, and I don't think the the evidence even suggests that necessarily. But the timing a lot of, of a lot of this is important. So what's confusing to me. So just back up. So today, Comey sends another letter to Congress. That's the origin of all of this. Comey sends another letter to Congress. And mm-hmm. we could we could read through that, but it's kind of boring. Basically, all he says is, um, hey, I, I sent you guys a letter on October 28th where I said that we found more um, more Clinton emails on the Wiener laptop. Uh, by the way, we looked through all of them. It's fine. We don't recommend any charges. We don't change our recommendation on the charges back from July. That's all well and good. Um but but some of the facts here are a little bit interesting. So I, I, the original investigation into Hillary's uh, emails and the private server, I believe they read through something like fi- 55,000 emails in the span of something like 15 months. You were saying 20 months. Mm-hmm. A long time. For the purposes of this discussion, a long time. Much more than nine days. So some people were kind of overreacting to... Or maybe just reacting just right, if you ask them. But pe- people were reacting heavily to this idea that they read through 650,000 in nine days. Well, they have software. They have a lot of guys who can do it. That's probably true. It's not just James Comey. But it took presumably the same team or some iteration of it. The same. It took them over a year to read through a small fraction of that amount of emails. And to me, when Comey came out and said, hey, we have these new emails on Wiener's laptop... It's going to be hard to look through these. I'm just giving you a heads up. To me, I interpreted that as Comey covering his own ass because he knew this was going to take a long time and he knew this was probably going to extend beyond the election. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden it's over in nine days and it's like, how did you go from kind of unclear, I haven't even seen the emails to, yeah, we we look through them and it's fine. And by the way, the election's on Tuesday. Yeah, this, this cannot help her because the American, the average American, is looking at this and going, "This does not add up. This does not make sense." Once again, they're just treating us like we're mm. idiots and like we can't use any of the information in front of us to draw our own conclusions. We could also look at this, and I hate to use this word again. We could also look at this as another dog whistle. He said he doesn't change his um he he doesn't change his findings. He doesn't change his determination, but he also still says that, that what also is unchanged the fact that he says she's extremely careless still. Yeah, yeah. Good so. Point. <laughs> So I just look at it just like, okay, so you're still at where you're at. So I still I, haven't changed my conviction at all. Right. So. Mm. This and, can still bring back undecideds, I think. Yeah. And and Blonde and I, we were, we were talking about that ultra cynical Rush Limbaugh take last week yeah. where he said, this Dude, is going to be a political might be right. smoke screen. And when screen. he said that. Yeah. I was like, that guy is insane. That's totally insane. He thought it was yeah. going to be a political smokescreen to cover up the coming WikiLeaks, right? And the, but Yeah. And the, the theory that he presented at the time was, mark my words, by like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Comey, well, Rush wasn't fully behind it. Whatever. I'm not here to defend Rush. Just the idea was Comey's going to come out Friday, Saturday, or Sunday and clear Hillary and this smokescreen to distract from spirit cooking and other garbage uh, mm-hmm. would, would, would have been successful. You can't say that that's what happened, but... The timing aligns perfectly with that ultra cynical worldview. Uh, it's it's disheartening, but yeah, I mean, the if question you think is, about does what's it matter? Out in the Podesta emails over the last nine days, it's been pretty damning information. Yeah. What have we learned? We learned a lot about the pay for play, um, the money they took from hmm. Qatar. Uh, pizza and a hot lot dogs. of things came out this week, <laughs> and Chelsea, that's the yeah, other that's the dogs. other key distinction uh, for people that mm-hmm. might not be clear on a lot of the details here. 
Remember that there are two FBI investigations, two distinct FBI investigations of Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. One is for this private email server and the potential uh, vulnerability of classified information and her mishandling of classified information. And the other is for possible pay for play at the Clinton Foundation. And earlier this week, when Brett Baer of Fox News reported, I have FBI sources that say an, an indictment is likely to be forthcoming. Mm -hmm. He was talking about the pay for play investigation, not the email investigation. Right. So that right. is still very much in play, this pay for play yeah. investigation. Yeah, I mean, the money is really, you know, in the Clinton Foundation. That's what we want to see. We want to see the pay for play action because that's the criminal stuff. Even like the spirit cooking and everything like that. It's like weird shit. But like we haven't really seen any evidence of illegality here, so I, I think can, this I can, is kind I of. I can identity. probably see it's it's a little hard to kind of uh, come through determination while you have his emails. I mean, I think it's bullshit, but I think you you'll you'll find a more. Um, when it's money involved, I think you, you can always like find a trace. There's always like a trail from like which There's hands more evidence to who, with yeah. this essentially a, a slush fund that's what i think or that's what I mean, I guess they didn't the seem to cover their tracks very well i mean they're talking blatantly about you know take the money <laughs> in the email <laughs> yeah. the fact that we know that qatar gave uh the Clint uh, or bill clinton and the foundation a million dollars the fact that i'm On talking about this also to two of you right now just like <laughs> like this says something right now i mean clearly there was a clearly there was a population of voters who saw comey come out nine days ago and said, okay, not necessarily comfortable with uh, voting for someone who is under current FBI investigation. That was enough to move the polling meter just a little bit to open up the map a little more widely for Trump. I wonder, I would like to think there aren't voters out there who are as fickle as to see something like this and go, oh, she's cleared. It's fine. I'll vote for her now. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to, no, will this matter? Will this like letter matter? That's what I'm curious about. Beat you know, of, of suspicion. It's, it's been the cloud of suspicion that's forming. Like every little bit counts. Like I doubt very much that anything but an explosive bombshell will make any kind of impact on the election at this point. But there is always tomorrow and WikiLeaks has maintained that they are going to release something explosive. But, but we'll see about that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Everything is a surprise. Yeah. This is an insane election. I don't know. And I, I, I just don't know why you would do that on a Monday. Like if you, if they have apocalyptic information long, yeah i mean yeah. lots of people vote long? early lots of people <laughs> yeah I, I would not wait until the day before that seems incredibly unwise if that was their strategy so i'm, I'm skeptical yeah, yeah. of those claims but i do but... feel like wikileaks pulls through and even when i was like bitterly disappointed in them for not releasing any information and i maintain that they still should have done it that one night they had all that that huge hundred thousand live audience mm -hmm. um i still feel like they pull through like i like the podesta emails have been just damning, scathing. They've hurt the Clinton campaign as much as I could have ever hoped for. I mean, I was hoping there was more of a bombshell, but like also people don't really, really seem to care mm -hmm. what she does. I, I, I just, okay, had, I, I was thinking, I was thinking Donna Brazil for a second, just cause she's been the, the lone casualty of, of all of this. Um, I'm just surprised like... there's not enough heat even on that. More evidence came out of Donna Brazil providing debate questions to the Clinton campaign. If you, I mean, yeah. I, if you're, if you're a Bernie person, uh, it could not be clear or more clear how screwed you got and how stacked the system was against you. And yet, oh, yeah. you know, you still got Bernie out there like. We got to vote for her, even though they cheated the debates against me. And even though the whole debate schedule was rigged against me, and even though someone's been fired from CNN for cheating against me, and even though she'll probably have to step down as DNC chair because of it too, we're still support. We're still supposed to support this corrupt machine. Why and how it's anti-democratic. It's, it's corrupt to the or core. Even, it does not care about you. Even the fact that like, apparently, um, I heard that something came out in the WikiLeaks saying that um, that um, that Bernie had to like I guess um, sign something similar to like an NDA saying that he wouldn't mention anything about her pending email investigation in the primaries. Hence, him saying in that one debate in the primaries, you know, we're done with your damn emails. Yeah. So just like okay, like I'm sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. I can't do a good Bernie, you, but um, like, I wish how, how ironic. It just wishes like, don't you want your guys your your I don't want to say leader because I don't feel like you're swearing fealty to to Bernie Sanders and throwing all logic out the window. But I like to say like like 
the guy that you're going for, you kind of wish that they kind of pulled a little bit of like the Donald Trump stops out and like broke the rules and said, fuck it. I'm going to talk about these emails right now. How yeah. ironic that those emails, the Bernie leaking Gettard of those. been such a pussy about this. Yeah. yeah. The leaking of those emails show how badly you've been treated and cheated. You should care very much about those damn and he emails. he should have refused to endorse her no matter what. Like, I yeah. hate Ted Cruz, but like, you know, I kind of thought that it was cool that he was like going to stick to his guns. Although he came around yeah. eventually. But like Bernie is going to support somebody that cheated him in that way. It's like grow a pair, man. Man, grow a lot a of these. A lot of these things you guys were talking about, like, like a lot of these just frustrating, sycophantic people who can't be as stupid as we believe them to be to say, like, hey, like, come on. Do you not yeah. know the? can you not at least understand the veracity of a Trump voter who doesn't like who, who sees the ills of Hillary Clinton? Like, can you at least understand? It's just like, hey, this is why I'm not voting for this particular person, as opposed to making us all look like we're fucking idiots. Because, you know, like, I think sometime before the show, you were talking about fucking Bill Maher was losing We'll get to Bill. Yeah, Yeah, we'll we'll get to Bill. Okay, fine. In that block, I'll get to, like, almost every liberal hack that's been screaming at me for saying I'm fucking crazy. Yeah. We're all crazy. My my big take on (laughs) Comey is I think I... I think Comey is trying to be the good guy. I think he fears meddling in this election, but he's been put in a spot by a corrupt politician that that is worthy of investigation that, that kind of necessitates his meddling. So I think him getting out in front of this was him being like, eh, if I don't get out in front of it, I'm kind of perceived as meddling more. And then he did this and there was a ton of political heat. And now I kind of see him as being like, Ooh, sorry guys, I'm backing off. I don't want to meddle in the election. Have your election Tuesday. It's all fine. The reason there's so much heat on him and the reason they're freaking out is because it has moved the polling meter. A lot of these battlegrounds have really opened up a lot more. You've seen a little bit of a Trump bump in the polls that, you know, everyone says were rigged like a little while ago. But now that they're back in Trump's favor, like, look at these polls results, polling results. And, you know, either they're rigged or they're not. I still think it's too late. I still think like. It's so late in the game. Yeah. If you're going to do this shit, you do that the same day that you said, hey, we're going to recommend charges. That's what I think. It's just like, hey, listen, I know at nine o'clock we said we're going to recommend charges, but it's 1058. We're about to go to lunch. We're not going to we're not going to do this right well, now. Listen, no charges. And ultimately, ultimately, the, the, what I, in my opinion, the heat doesn't belong on Comey. The heat belongs on the candidate who is uh, regardless of whether her email behavior was criminal or not. It's still poor judgment. It's still not yeah, uh, yeah. good judgment. I want for somebody to Comey hold. needs to take some heat for this. Come on. No, I don't. No. What, what do, I, I don't. Necess- well, you're going to say that he so. In the decision not to press charges, that's what you're saying. Uh, yeah, he should have indicted okay, her the first time. There's no way that different. there wasn't yeah. enough. But bringing it in a second time and then discontinuing this part of the of the investigation two days before the election, this is all nonsensical, what, inexplicable. I, I don't know what is going on. The, so fact this that is, the fact that like it almost hit the airways, I was just like, you guys weren't even thinking about what this would possibly do. To they Trump must have thought about it. that, though. They had, they, they were thinking about, I think they were thinking about closing off their own end. They were just thinking like, listen, Hillary is still the favorite to win. We just say we pull, we just say we, you know, pull out the stops. Hey. So you think this is all about stops. hedging their reputations and, you know. I think it reasons. was, and I think they were too stupid to possibly say, like, I can see that when you're caught up in the emotions so much. So, like, all of us are, we're all on pins and needles. We have 48 hours till the election is finally done. We'll have to live with this decision right now. We're, of course, pissed off at the fact that just, like, you're not going to recommend charges after, like, like I said again, like, 700 almost 700,000 emails were found. I was like this is fucked up. Yeah. However, yeah. well the bombshell could be yeah. from the Clinton Foundation investigation, in which it case is. it would be appropriate to discontinue. Well, what I mean, what did yeah. he say exactly today? What What the is The letter? It? I can, I can read it for you if you want. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to read okay. it to you? It's going to sure. be boring. It's only Just like two paragraphs. Bit. Okay, let me I'll no. check it out one more time. Uh, I write to supplement my October letter that notified you the FBI would uh, be taking additional investigative steps with respect to the former Secretary of State. Um, Since my letter, the FBI investigative team has been working around the clock to process the large volume of emails from a device obtained with connection to an unrelated criminal investigation, Mr. Weiner, presumably. During this process, we reviewed all the communications that uh, 
were to or from Hillary Clinton while she was Secretary of State. Based on our review, uh, we have not changed our conclusion that we expressed in July with respect to Secretary Clinton. Thank you, blah, 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 James Comey. That was benign. Yeah. And said nothing. And what I meant when, when I said Comey doesn't deserve heat is specifically from the left. I want to clarify what I what I meant. Like the people blaming Comey for this, blame the shady behavior of your candidate. Okay? He he is tasked with investigating potential violations of the law and whether or not she has on a technical basis there are uh there's smoke screens aplenty that at least uh merit someone taking a look into No, it. no, no. He has full knowledge of what's going on, and he is tasked with, with exposing this kind of governmental corruption, and he is failing the American people. You are letting him off the hook. And the no, I'm, I'm saying the the Clinton people don't have ah. business mm -hmm. blaming Comey. I do agree with you that there that there's probably sufficient evidence here. Yeah, I mean, here. that's just a diversion. I think that you yeah. don't blame both of them. But, I mean, they won't look at their candidate like that. Like, that's what I'm honestly, saying. Take a critical think, look at your candidate. What do you think it would take for a Clinton candidate, for Clinton people to be like, oh, that was too much. Now I can't support her anymore. Like, think know. of all the horrible things she's done. Having, 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 um, having Attorney General Loretta Lynch not be anywhere in the picture whatsoever, I think is one hypothesis I could possibly offer. Because I was also reading, like... Lots of um, I was reading like off and on just some drudge stuff, and I'm thinking like, okay, like the Department of Justice have been really like they've been kind of like sticking their nose. It seems like they've been sticking their nose in in a lot of places to where it's just like saying, hey, listen, don't leave Hillary alone, okay? Seriously, like I'm like she, she promised me a lot of favors if she wins, she's gonna win. Yeah. Please, I hope well, she wins. Well, they're losing their damn minds over this. Was it Michelle Obama who said, "When they go low, we go high"? Was that her remark? <laughs> I think I think that was well, Michelle. Obama. Clearly, when the yeah. election is when their candidate might lose, when their prospects are in peril, that's not necessarily the case. I want to play the clips of what I call anti-Trumpers losing their damn minds this week because I really enjoyed this display, yes. and I hope if Trump wins, this is a preview of the apocalyptic freakout that's going to come. Some of the things said oh, this week oh, oh. were in just with respect just to the campaign in general, but specific to Comey as well. Completely insane. Completely insane. So yeah. here, here are a few examples. And now anti-Trumpers lose their damn minds. And you know, I am sick and tired of the negative, dark, divisive, dangerous vision and behavior of people who support Donald Trump. <laughs> but I'm, you know, it's all about stronger together, except for people who support Trump. Here's, you know, just uh, Howard Dean. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why we haven't had a woman president before. I want every man out there who's voting to, to kind of look inside yourself and ask yourself, well, how, if, you're, if you're having problems with this stuff, how much of it is, you know, that we're just not used to it? If you accept yeah, you're sexist. The support of Klan sympathizers, the Klan, and hesitate when asked about that support, then you'll tolerate that support when you're in office. Yep, racist too. Okay, so here comes some of my favorite other clips. Um, this was Anna Marie Cox talking about why the FBI would be looking into this on MSNBC earlier this week. Some glitches in the video, but you should be able to get the gist of it here. But I just want to point out <laughs> that one reason why the FBI might be Trump is that it looks like Trump largely male and largely white. Um, I don't think that, you know, those are the people that Hillary, that, that, that go for Trump in general. I mean, I think it's an interesting question to ask if the FBI were a more diverse place, would Comey have been facing this resurrection, you know, this uh, insurrection? I don't think so. Um, and I also think that if you point that kind of thing out, that the FBI is largely white and largely male and therefore kind of pro-Trump. I mean, that is Hillary's argument in general. I mean, you know, women and people of color are going to save this nation, basically, like, because we're the ones that are immune to the call of this, you know, oh my God. schizophrenic, you know, psychopath, <laughs> um, bigot. She can't even keep her straight face like, he's <laughs> a schizophrenic, bigot. And we're all about uh, hating racism and sexism, but, you know, fuck uh, white men. Anyway, white uh, men. okay, so this is it. This is Bill Maher. Bill Maher's show is Friday night. I was losing my, my mind watching explode. him. No, it gets, it gets crazy. Get ready here. Get oh, I'm ready. Died. Let's do it. I'm going to be honest potent. with you. I've had a couple of drinks. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You've had more than a couple of drinks. <laughs> I really have. I mean, I'm shitting in my pants because, you know, <laughs> let me take you back a Fucking couple of years. Short. <laughs> First, they said, everybody said, 
except Maine, by the way, that Donald Trump, when he talks about running for president, he was just saying that. And now these same people are saying he's not going to win the election. Yeah, he could win the election. Because like I said, this is a slow-moving right-wing coup. A slow-moving uh, right-wing coup of democratic election, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Democratically elected coup, a coup, but... Um, you mean you mean teamwork? Yeah. <laughs> when the FBI is the board is shifting right. out of your favor? He goes he goes full tinfoil hat on the FBI here. Wing mm. coup that we are witnessing when the FBI is politicized to this degree, working with Russia, hacking one side. This is a coup. And this could fucking happen in this country. Fascists decide. Fuck that you're a criminal. <laughs> then they find the crime. This is what they've done with Hillary Clinton. This is what they've done they, with they the They do FBI. not have crimes yeah. here. I know you're young and idealistic, so I've heard these young people on the news, and they say things like, well, Donald Trump, I don't like him, but Hillary, I can't vote for a liar. <sighs> Kids, I've been doing this for 23 years on TV. I've seen a lot. I know politics. This Please. is different. I promise you this will not make your life better. And also, once fascists get power, they don't give it up. You've got Preach. President Trump for life. You've got President so Trump stupid. for wow. life. And then you got Jennifer Granholm back there. Preach. He's talking crazy talk. He's like pie in the sky, tinfoil hat. You can maybe speculate that there's political motivation within the FBI that's within the realm of reason, perhaps. But this idea that he's going to get power and never surrender it, and you've got President Trump for life. Are you insane? Think about Fa what he would have to do to accomplish that. It's basically <laughs> yeah. impossible. Bill Maher knows that. He's fear mongering like crazy. Oh, it Bill Maher, I would replace. I would replace. 50 Bill Mars for just one return of like Dennis Miller or somebody. At least like that motherfucker was funny. Like Bill Maher, God, his tryhardness just hurts sometimes. It looks he's he, he so cringe. It's he's, so cringe. He sounds like a Seth MacFarlane parody now when he talks. <laughs> oh God, that's you're true. Right. And hey, you know what the solution is? It's not uh, the FBI being full of white guys. It's not that this is mm. some slow right wing coup. It's not that fascists look for fascists call you a criminal and then look for the crime. You know what the solution is? It's very simple. Stop breaking the law, asshole! What is it? Yeah. Stop breaking the law, asshole. Just try that. Or stop nominating right. a, a, a candidate who potentially has. A lack of Philly, uh, lack of uh, a lack of Filipino transvestite uh, field agents is the reason why uh, yeah. the FBI decided to reopen the investigation. Oh yeah. Of fucking course. dunce caps. Uh, Seriously. <laughs> who was it? Was it Nixon who said the, the people deserve to know whether or not their president's a crook? I mean, I, that is true. Believe Whether you believe Nixon or not, we do have a right to know whether the, their president's a crook. And they often do this kind of false... I cut the clip out of Bill Maher's show, but they do this false equivalence with Trump where they say like, well, imagine if we could look at Trump's emails. That's true. He'd probably find a lot of locker room talk in there. Or, you know, if you dispute yeah. that characterization, whatever you want to call it, sexual assault bragging, let's say. The difference is uh, those are not subject to public scrutiny or public access in the same way official government business is. Um, and, right. and he has no uh, obligation to disclose them in the same way Hillary Clinton does. I know these are all no, technicalities and they're not civilian. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, he's a civilian. Might be sexy, You're but... not going to find out that he's destabilized an entire region of the world. I mean, yeah. exactly. For they, their they, I, thought of, I thought about that same shit when they were trying to like grill him in the debates about like president, like Mr. Trump, you supported the Iraq war. Say that again, Anderson Cooper. You said Mr. <laughs> Trump, a civilian billionaire, a billionaire, yeah. maybe a bit of a douchebag, but like he's a civilian. It yeah. didn't fucking matter. We, we have the right to change our uh, minds about wars. Yeah, and wasn't Treat it just on uh, Howard Stern on his show? And I and I heard that um that little soundbite, and he was just kind of like he he didn't seem like he emphatically supported the war. And and it's kind of, he wasn't a political figure anyway. It doesn't yeah, matter. to play devil's advocate, it is kind of a free pass for him, and I don't like that because his judgment should be called into question. We should scrutinize it, but at the end of the day, it's not beholden to the same uh, public interest, the same public scrutiny that a government official is, and that's just the way it is. It's an advantage for him, but we can't treat these things as the same because they're not the same legally or otherwise. They're not the same. But no, that's ever, why Hillary Clinton yeah. had to get security clearance, top level security clearance. Yeah. If any which civilian, you know, had, she still has, yeah. apparently. <laughs> yeah, so does Zuma Abedin, yeah.
Oh my god. God damn it. What about that? Sleep well. Uh, well. I'm trying to think I'm trying to think positive for the next two days. I'm still it is getting it is you should you should. And the reason you should is because these people are losing their damn minds, and that's because the electoral map is getting wide open. I want to walk through a few of these uh, available paths that he has. Um, so if okay. we let's pull up a couple um, maps here. If we assume Trump carries Ohio, Florida, North Carolina, which he, it looks good in the polls, uh, and he holds, let's see, so he, he'd have to hold Georgia, Arizona, um, Utah, and Evan McMuffin and whatever's going on there. If all of that holds true, and again, this looks like a likelihood based on RCP or Real Clear, Clear Politics polling averages, if he wins Pennsylvania, KO, it's over. Mm. So Pennsylvania would be one option. That's a long shot. He's about four points behind there. But that's not certainly not his only option. That's just kind of an ideal like haymaker KO punch that he could uh, land on Hillary, and this thing is done. He also has uh, a few options if he can't pull off Pennsylvania. If he combines... Uh, Nevada, where he is ahead in the aggregate polling, Iowa, where he is ahead in the aggregate polling, New Hampshire, where he's ahead, and gets that one main split, because uh, Maine splits their, their electoral votes, as does Nebraska. If he pulls that off, that's a 270 to 268 win. That's entirely realistic if he can't win uh, Pennsylvania. Another option would be um, if he just steals one Obama state, let's say he could peel away Wisconsin, Michigan, Virginia, Colorado, mm-hmm. New Mexico, any of those. Individually, those don't necessarily look likely, but it's not inconceivable that he could peel one away in an upset. And if he does under this map, that's a Trump win. All of this assuming he holds Florida too, by the way. Florida is a must win. Um, and that's tightly yeah. com- uh, competitive at this point. Here's one last uh, crazy scenario for you. It's also conceivable. Here's a realistic map with a 269-269 tie. If Hillary Clinton pulls mm. off a poll, a full, um, a full Maine hold, all the the electoral votes in Maine, um, but then everything else kind of goes as planned according to uh, the the polling averages at this point in time. It's entirely realistic uh, that we get a tie, which could totally happen. The question is, what happens if we get a tie? The House elects the president. The Senate mm. elects the vice president. Looks like the the Republicans will hold the House. The Senate's wide open. There's a lot of uh, races that are uh, toss-ups in the Senate. So it's possible the Democrats hold the Senate. Could we have House electing President Donald Trump and the Senate electing Vice President Hillary Clinton? Mm. That sounds like a really, really shitty... Oh, man. Could it happen? That sounds like a horrible this sitcom. Is, bro. I was saying back when they were picking their their vice presidential nominees, he should pick Hillary and she should pick Trump. So you have a choice between voting Clinton Trump or Trump Clinton. Could happen. No. God damn. I have no room in my brain for something like that. I'm too stressed <laughs> about like the realistic potential outcomes. But the, these Clancy are these are the best the maps have looked for weeks. I mean, since the convention, really. I know. So, I feel. I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good. I think so too. Like I'm. I'm looking at that, and I'm looking like. I think, like you said right there, I'd like to see him pull a miracle in in Michigan, if only if they were the former home of uh, all of uh, all the automobile manufacturing plants. It'd be nice to see something like that happen, and just as a big fuck off to Michael Moore. You yeah. Know. yeah. Like Michael Moore made such a great case. Maybe Michiganders no. will follow his advice. Or his uh, passionate, not his advice, because his advice is still to vote for Hillary, but his passionate mm. case. His passionate case was like, in 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 a sense, to rub it in uh, Trump supporters' face. Though I, think I don't care was... about the context. I like the out of context version. Better. That's very true. <laughs> so do I? I like Michael like, Moore when I don't hear the rest of that. <laughs> yeah. It's like Michael Moore. What well, is it you said? And, and here's yeah. I'll tell you why I'm optimistic. A few reasons. One, um, you know, a lot of. The, the liberal hero, Nate Silver, um, I mean, he was a hero for basically pegging 2012 uh, almost mm-hmm. almost exactly correctly. Um, and now he's he's in Twitter wars with Huffington Post because he has adjusted his forecast to be about 35% chance of a Trump win as opposed to the Huffington Post who says 98% chance Hillary win based on national polls as, a, as opposed to a more sophisticated analysis of the state-by-state electoral map. 
So, I mean, uh, Silver's adjusting his analysis and and he's been a guy who's right on the past. And, and But it wouldn't surprise me. We talk about the optimistic outlook of peeling away one of these Obama states. Every single X factor that I can identify is in Trump's favor, whether you're talking about enthusiasm, you look at the rallies, you look at social media engagement. Uh, I think I do think there's a good, healthy population of shy Trump voters out there, people who just yeah. don't want the stigma. People get say, shunned socially, and so they're definitely not telling people they're going to vote for Trump. But it's your vote, they're, so they're going to go into the vote, you know, into the booth, yeah. and they're going <laughs> to vote for and Trump. And just look, look at the momentum right now. Look at the red yeah. line and the blue line and all the RCP averages. It's it's not the right way for Hillary. Momentum means a lot right now. So I, I, I don't know about, that I can say it's likely, but man, it's looking better than ever. And that's She's, pretty good. I think it's going to happen. I think it's, I think it's going to happen too. I think it's going to be fucking, I, I can only imagine the homepage of Huffington Post just saying like, Oh my they God, want, it's going to be so it's like, awesome. It's, just, it's going to have gonna the be, worst yes. smug Donald Trump face. And it's just going to be in big, bold caps lock letters just saying they won. <laughs> oh no, it'll just, be like racist nation or something like that. Oh you know? my God. Yeah. Fascism, gonna, fascist rise or some garbage Huff, like that. Oh, Huff man. Post, Post is going to be the power opposite to like Stormfront or something. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's what it's going to be. That's what Huffington Post will be after uh, Tuesday, after Wednesday. Um, our Facebook pages are going to lose their fucking shit right now. <laughs> Like ev- everything, I'm, I like I I see like just like you, Matt. I see too many possible ways for Trump to take out like, like you know take this bitch to church on on Tuesday. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm also recognizing the fact that she can't get over forty like forty five forty six percent anywhere. Like I feel like she's kind of capped in her uh like at her reach so far. I mean, she tried to have a fucking concert, a free concert with Jay-Z and Beyonce. <laughs> was it free? Was it Ohio. actually free? It was actually free. And oh. um, I, I saw an InfoWars video where this one chick, uh, her name is uh, Millie Weaver. She was standing in like the back of the arena where there were no seats being filled whatsoever. <laughs> oh, man. Trump... people in Ohio were like, eh. Beyonce. It was in Ohio is how it was. It was in Ohio, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Trump has a, a rally in Reno. I think it, I do believe that his Reno rally pulled more than the Beyonce, Jay Z, free Hillary in terms of attendance. I think it was like ten thousand to eleven thousand. It was what I saw, so oh, it was yeah. close. And then I also heard that like at Hillary's celebrity appearance things, because um, she has, she had Katy Perry do one too, and it's basically. Mm-hmm. Is Ohio an early voting state? I'd heard elsewhere that it was basically you go to the thing, you can register on site, you watch the the show, if you want to call it that, and then you vote on site or on the way out. I don't know if that's actually accurate or if that was just some something that was being thrown around. That's kind of crazy if that's the case. It kind of makes me uncomfortable, to be honest. But Man, maybe, I would so much be one fun. of these I would so be one of these celebrities that like would totally do the whole press junket bullshit with Hillary, be fake as fuck as her, and then go in the booth and just like Instagram myself voting for Trump <laughs> and talk and just turn the camera on face like fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's gonna be the most widely popular video after the election if Trump wins. Like <laughs> celebrities turn on Hillary in the booth. <laughs> Well, I thought the mainstream media was turning on her and then, you know, Brett Baer walked it back and CNN walked it back. I don't know. I, I think it's good on like like Brett Baer from Fox News to walk it back. He's like one of the few um he's one of the few um journalists on Fox News I actually do respect who kind of like just keeps it normal. He doesn't really like to inject his emo- like emotions and everything. He's just straightforward. I'm a news guy, you know. Yeah. And um plus yeah. plus his um it's not like he what's the word I'm looking for is recant a word. He didn't he didn't take back what he said. I'm trying to find the right word here. He didn't take Clarify. it back. Yeah. He um, walked it back for sure though. Yeah, but his walk back was even confusing. He's like I shouldn't have said likely an indictment. I should have said continue to build their case. So the main point that this investigation into the Clinton Foundation is much larger than previously reported is still very much intact. The only thing he walked back was Nobody knows for sure what the outcome of this investigation will be. It's not like he made it up. It's just like, I think he got a lot of heat for it. Maybe too much. 
I mean, obviously you're going to say likely an indictment and it's unsubstantiated. That's too much, but you don't want to walk it back in so far as everything you said was crap when clearly it wasn't. Mm-hmm. At least he doesn't oh. say it was. I think maybe he just, I, I think maybe he was just covering his ass. He wanted to like overstate something to where like it, like to the point where it ultimately turns out being a bunch of bullshit again, you know, yeah. for the third time around. This is being safe. I'd hate for someone to say like, "It's I, I swear to God, there will be indictments. I promise you." And then no indictments. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, I know. You're gonna be ready to fucking tear Brett Bear's head off again after that. So I, you know, I think I think he did okay. Yeah, I and I understand the temptation to want to jump on these stories. Like, I really wanted to jump into spirit cooking and stuff, but I was like, I'm gonna not do this until there's more information. Do you guys want to talk spirit cooking? I don't. I don't know anything about this. So if you, you guys want to talk, talk about spirit cooking, um, I will say that I think it's something that, if true, I think we probably, given the act itself, which I believe is, um, yeah. Can someone give me a factual? It's apparently like they said it's, it's it's performance or slash ritual shit where they gather blood, semen, breast milk, urine all sorts of different bodily fluids and I guess like drink it or bathe in it so or some shit like that. Well, okay. Spirit cooking <laughs> yeah. was it, it's a yeah. method made up by this performance artist. What is her name? Marina Abramovic or something like that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. so she wrote a book about aphrodisiac spirit cooking where you like oh, okay. use people's bodily life forces to increase your own life force. So you like mix sperm and breast milk and their ritualistic cuttings of the hand and everything like that. So anyway, she emailed John Podesta and was planning a, it says this in the WikiLeaks, planning a spirit cooking dinner. And this sounded like it was a repeat event, like they've done it before. And was it, mm. was it connected to Hillary any more other than John Podesta got invited? Or is that the end of, there it's not like it was for Hillary between, or something? Well, there were some emails between Huma and Hillary saying like, will Marina Abramovic be joining us tonight? Like on separate okay. occasions. Well, so she's made multiple but, appearances in the WikiLeaks. I think this is probably just some weird New York elitist, like performance art, weird bullshit. Like even if mm-hmm. they are doing it, I don't think that they're actually like involved in like a satanic, like when I hear the occult, I want to stay away from that because that sounds really made up and makes me sound like a nut job. And so I don't want to, but it's in the wiki. I mean, it's in, you, it, it's true. It's, it, it's, it's, I mean, I get, but it, <laughs> I is the conclusion any worse than like she hangs out? She keeps some weird company. Is that what I'm supposed to walk away from this with? I mean, there's no evidence that like Hillary was like, hey, I'll bring the breast milk. See you at seven or something like that. I mean, these people are weirdos, but am I supposed to care beyond that? I guess. No. And that's another reason that I think this may have been a distraction from, you know, the Clinton Foundation thing, because there's not really an element of of illegality there. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Clinton Foundation, you know, that shit that is illegal is all hell. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, probably a billion of dollars of illegal dealings. Probably, probably. I mean, like I said, it was an interesting just show of just like, wow, okay, let's compare a ten year old puss you know, pussy tape <laughs> um to, you know, you, wanna, people, you mean people, pussy tape that is ten years old, not <laughs> Yeah, pussy tape that is ten years old. Sorry. My bad. I was just like, you think about that and then you think about like possible um a possible like whatever like occult wannabe shit that's just weird and like i think like all i can say is like when i woke up on friday morning and i saw that that hashtag was trending i at first looked at it was like what the fuck is going on right now and then like later in the day i realized like this shit probably is just some nasty bullshit it's probably really bad distraction yeah it's just like super elitist being fucking weird and gross because technically, like, it is, it's, it's highly legal to spirit cook, I guess. Like, I mean, spirit- yeah. Wait, highly <laughs> legal or highly illegal? Highly legal. Like, I can't see, like, you know, yeah. SWAT busting down your door performing, you know, a, a, a unless you like force someone to provide bath. the fluids or something. Yeah. I mean, if it's, yeah. if it's voluntarily <laughs> provided, it's probably not, um, whatever the state agency that monitors, like, uh, public 
kitchens, like restaurant kitchens and stuff. I'm sure it's not compliant with that stuff, but if, you know, if it's in your apartment <laughs> kitchen. Break some health codes with all that spirit cooking. Any, any yeah. art institute that lets that installation happen is just like, man, you're, you're, um, like your your health rating just went to a fucking F right there. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the pedophilia angle is definitely getting a lot of attention as well. So what's and the deal with I that? Think, can, can either of you explain that so, to me? Because I don't know anything okay, about that Okay, so either. 33 Haitian children were this woman, Laura Silby. Was that her name, Mike? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, after the uh, Haitian earthquake, 33 children, this woman, Laura Silby, was... um detained trying to get them out of the country and apparently they were not orphans which is what she was she's like i'm saving all these orphans hmm. um so there's this theory that that this uh jeff epstein island is filled with like you know sex trafficked children from I've heard, several I've, wait how do we know or why are they sex trafficked what's the what's the sex trafficking connection well there's been this rumor that there's an island that for jeff epstein that that is just filled oh, with all of these and he's these, the like, like you know, Bill Clinton kids. connected guy, right? Which we know is true because yeah. he's been charged on sex trafficking before Jeff Epstein. And we know that they've hung out. We have that. That's in emails, too. Um, and he's also of, apparently traveled to this island several, several times. I've, I've been hearing also lots about like there's like just this black book, like this travel log of how many times that um that um that Clinton has uh, Bill Clinton has possibly visited the times upwards of like 20 times back in like yeah. round trips. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucked up. Like the fact that I I heard about this like a long time ago, but I didn't really pay any any, any mind until like me too. Ricky yeah, Ricks and Julian touched Same it. I was like, what with the fuck? Kathy O'Brien's story, which sounds like complete mm. and completely insane hogwash, but she claimed to be you know sexually molested as a young child by Bill and Hillary. And when I heard that story, which was retweeted by Black Pigeon yeah. Speaks, who I trust. I've never, mm -hmm. he's never failed me. And when he, when I saw that he retweeted that, it kind of knocked off a few points of credibility. And now this has me rethinking that video as well. Mm -hmm. And she's been saying this for what, 30 years now? Yeah. Kathy O'Brien? I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know I, what to believe here. I, I mean, yeah, something I weird is going on. And like it, that, it holds that, a lot. I think it holds a lot more like weight to me than any of the, um, any of the, uh, the mounting allegations against Trump for his, uh, you know, that's uh, definitely well, true. That case was dropped. Yeah, they were they dropped uh, it. Like, yeah, they did drop the 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 other like I guess some um, child molestation case. Like she dropped it. She just said, "Okay, yeah." She was supposed to do some big public appearance in L.A. to like reveal herself and not be a Jane Doe, and then she didn't do it. And then they dropped the suit in New York too. And all the while, everyone on Twitter is like, "Why is the media not reporting on this Trump rape case? Because it's not real." It's not real. Mm -hmm. It's a civil case. It's already been thrown out of one court. It's not real. That's why. And it finally went away. I think but I, but I, can't, I can't tell tinfoil yeah. hattery from legitimate reporting anymore because I see more legitimate reporting coming from people who I thought were wearing tinfoil hats. And I see more tinfoil hattery coming from know, legitimate I news outlets. I can't tell who's wearing the tinfoil hat anymore. But as far anymore. as the pedophilia, pedophilia thing is concerned, like what we do know is that Jeff Epstein really is a child trafficking pedophile. We know that. Mm. And we also know that Bill Clinton has logged a lot of time on a plane with him. Mm -hmm. We know those things for sure. But and we Bill's know Anthony not on the ballot, Blonde. He, she said that he's going to run the economy. Those words came out of her mouth six months ago. But yep. Donald Trump Jr. tweets Pepe's and they're racist. And we um, know Anthony Weiner yeah. is being investigated for pedophilia, too. So I fail um, to see why it is such, such tinfoil hattery to to make this extra step that like more people are involved. Also, huge pedophilia rings have been undercover or have been uncovered in Ro Rotterdam or Rotterdam. How many kids were involved in that? Like 1500 kids and every level of government was involved in that. You guys want to tell me that America is less corrupt and better than these other countries? No. We are like Latin America level corruption in our government. Oh yeah. And you know what's so funny? I think that everything you just spoke to right there is like, I, I think that would be the one cause that could possibly lead to a loss for Hillary Clinton on Tuesday. Oh yeah, it's people don't like we, pedophiles. We, we, <laughs> yeah. people, people haven't liked Hillary for the past three decades, given, like, given her entire career too. Like, I expect a lot of protest votes against Hillary. I think a lot more so than against Donald. Because yeah, I gotta be I honest with myself true. too. I think there's, I think there, I gotta be realistic. I'm pretty sure there are people who will vote against Donald also. Oh, and I don't yeah. think, I don't, I don't mean third party voting either. I think, like, just like, 
I don't really care about Hillary, but oh my god, fuck Donald. He's like uh, well, such a white guy who's rich. And he well, old. speaking of third parties, can no. I do my final uh, my final funeral for Gary Johnson? How many Gary Johnson <laughs> funerals are we gonna have on the show? What is this number three? He keeps he I dead, forget. Dead. I love them, and it's not even Gary's fault this week. It's his vice president's uh, vice presidential nominee's fault. Did you see him on the Rachel Maddow show when pressed about? Yeah. Well, if you had, because remember last week when we uh, eulogized Gary Johnson's campaign, remember someone said, "Hey, would you prefer to vote?" for Trump or Clinton if you had to. What? I'd blow my brains out. Don't ask me that question. What a horrible question. That's not the same answer that his vice presidential nominee, Bill Weld, had on the Rachel Maddow mm-hmm. show, which was kind of mind-blowing. So hopefully, I love this bit. I love talking Gary Johnson with the last 10 minutes of time we have before the election. <laughs> Maybe it's a waste of time. Yes. But man, I love Gary. Let's bring Gary into play here. Oh, there's Doge or Doge or whatever you want to call him. Where's my Gary video? Here we go. <laughs> and now Gary Johnson somehow looks terrible compared to Hillary and Trump. Just so that you know. Hearing you in terms of what you think about Donald Trump <laughs> and him being, uh, that, that you fear for the country if he is elected. If those are the stakes and you concede basically that you're not going to win, the, you and Gary Johnson are not going to win the presidency. Why would that person not weigh threat to the country, fear for the fate of the country, against hope the Libertarian Party gets its 5% this year? The person could very well decide not to do that. And and for someone deciding uh, not to do that, I have a lot to say about Mrs. Clinton. I mean, I've known her for 40 years. I worked with her. I know her well professionally. I know her well personally. I know her to be uh, uh, a person of high moral character, uh, a reliable person. Uh, and uh, an honest person. So I, I'm happy to say that, and people can make their own uh, choices. But do you honestly believe that Gary Johnson would be a better president than Hillary Clinton? I, I think he'd be capable of being a good chief executive, and, and yes, a commander-in-chief, Aleppo <laughs> to the contrary notwithstanding. Having said that, I'm not taking back anything I said about the <laughs> massive difference between the two establishment party candidates. One would be chaos for the country, I think, and, and mm-hmm. the other would be a very... Uh, uh, business-like and, and capable and competent uh, approach to our affairs. So there you have it. Vote Hillary. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I mean, I get, I understand that you're probably going to be critical of Trump if you're running against him, but this, it was a little bit over the top and like, yeah, you know, we're not going to get our, our uh, we're not going to win. We're not likely to win. So if you live in like Ohio or Pennsylvania um, or Colorado, or any of these battleground states, <laughs> go ahead and vote Hillary because she's great and we don't want existential threat. Vote Bill Weld, the Republican turned libertarian who thinks AR 15s are weapons of mass destruction and supports Hillary Clinton right up like 99% of the way until she uh, until he supports Gary Johnson. And by the way, he still referenced Aleppo in his endorsement of Gary Johnson. What are you doing, God, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Stay away from that for always and forever. <laughs> I feel like uh, Bill's thinking that, like, oh, man, I fucked up. <laughs> I know. I have to like, take the wrong horse to back, man. I'm sick That's of all this state. apocalyptic talk. It's This is the same type of Brexit rhetoric as I understand it. Like, oh, my God, it's gonna the world's going to blow up with nuclear explosions if you don't vote the right way. So be sure to well, follow Bill Well, I don't know. I feel like that. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but they're talking about in favor of the establishment, too. Yeah. Like, don't vote against the establishment or the world will blow up. But the establishment's done a pretty good job of bringing us right to the precipice of such a such an explosion. So why wouldn't yeah. I gamble a little bit? This whole this whole election cycle for me has just been an exercise in like, eh, I mean, I don't think the, the analogy I'll always go back to is you go to the you go to the car dealer and they're like, look, I got two cars. You're, you give me your money. I got two cars you can pick from. One is definitely a lemon and the other is a mystery box. It might be a crappy remote control car in the mystery box, but hey, it's a mystery box. <laughs> we know the lemon's yeah, a lemon. Right. Pick the mystery box. That's what I've done, and I think that's what a lot of people are doing. Hey, like I said, Donald Trump had to – I had never thought of myself being be, being a Donald Trump voter, and I kind of had to come a ways to do it, but I was – I. I have no regrets. I've honestly never felt better walking out of my voting booth. I'm like this. Yeah, you guys deserve this. Like all. Did the you already vote then? You already did vote. Early? Yes, early voting. Uh, yeah, last Tuesday. Yeah, awesome. so did I. 
my touchscreen didn't fuck up. That's a good thing. <laughs> you know. Oh, it's electronic. I've never voted electronic, not once. Right, right. Yeah. It, it felt like I was going up to like like one of the, like those red box kiosks and picking a movie out for the evening. I was just like, <laughs> Trump pants, Trump pants, Republican, Republican, fuck it. <laughs> let's, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And it felt awesome. I hope we're vindicated on Tuesday, though. <laughs> I hope no bullshit, you know. I, I was saying You know um, there will be bullshit. Yeah. Mm. Oh, Always man. gonna be bullshit. God. I've said privately <laughs> and I've said offline, if he does pull it off, I'm going straight to the liquor store, I'm buying a fine bottle. And I am just sitting <laughs> on the internet for probably won't even do any videos next week. I will probably just sit on the internet and look, look, um, look, 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 look. <laughs> just troll and enjoy the insane reactions because that's what I love so much about this last week. If those people freaking out, if that's what they, if that's their freakout level at the mere prospect, and indeed still the unlikely prospect of his victory, their freakout upon his actual victory will be insane. By the way, uh, stock up on your ammo too because they're probably going to come around and turn into zombies and try to kill you or something like that. <laughs> probably, probably. I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I I honestly can't wait just to see just to see the turnout right there, man. Because people, pe- if 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 Donald wins, oh my God, Twitter is broken. Twitter yeah. is Twitter is dead. <laughs> Everyone's getting banned. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I, I said I said in joking earlier on Milo's YouTube page, like if Donald Trump wins, Jack needs to unsuspend Milo. I think he's <laughs> said several back. times though, if he gets to come back, he's going to tweet once. Something like "fuck you, Jack" or "fuck off, Jack," and then not and leave his account and never tweet again. (laughs) There's going to be an alternative to Twitter soon. They're they're so cocky, like oh, nobody can ever make an alternative to this public utility. It's like uh, somebody can and will, and we're all going to leave your website. Fuck you guys. (laughs) The same thing's going to happen with YouTube if they don't, you know, stop it with the demonetizing and such. The the only other thing I wanted to talk about in terms of social media and the election too, and I don't know if you guys care about this, but I'm behind on this story and this idea that that people were paid to endorse Hillary on YouTube. That was news to me this week. Um, and of course, yeah, when, that's a few weeks old. Well, mm. but, the, but the thing that came out this week is Philly D is claiming he was blacklisted for refusing to participate blacklisted from like those YouTube awards or the streamies mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, there are YouTube awards. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, can, I can show you the clip really quick. Cause your guy, remember the famous example was um, your guy Footface. I shouldn't steal your punchline, oh. but <laughs> I, I don't even know that guy's name because i just call him footface yeah casey neistat or whatever Remember this is this about was, a megalomania yeah. this is the famous example sorry trigger warning of him God, endorsing ugly. endorsing hillary a, a couple weeks ago Jack is driven by he nothing like but Penn ego a man Dobby who cares exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> zero about the people he's of this country. the weirdest fucking guy seriously yeah, he's a person who brags about sexually that assaulting women and shames off. others always. for the way they look <laughs> i'm voting for hillary because make no mistake there is only one person that can defeat him one person that can keep him away from power and it is her okay so that was what he said and then philly d a couple weeks ago about the same time said he was offered he was offered a a payment offer to endorse hillary and he declined not necessarily because he hates hillary because he doesn't want to politicize his channel about i believe it was about a week ago a third party had offered me money to be in a pro hillary clinton video i of course declined because as i repeated multiple times over this entire election cycle but let's say it again with my show and how i do it i do not believe that it is my place to tell people to vote for any specific candidate but then oh, yeah, this came out this says, week someone asked him why weren't you a part of this award thing on youtube and he said well he'll explain why this is new this week you win a streamy how are you not in the youtube rewind video it makes no sense is there anything we can do to help petition or something either way totally unfair you deserve to be there. How do I say this without uh, a completely unrelated thing that I'm going to talk about right now? Imagine this guy, we'll call him YouTuber A. He really wants to be included in this annual video called BoobTube Behind. But it turns out that the company that is running BoobTube Behind is also the same company that maybe hypothetically asked YouTuber A to make a video to support a specific candidate in a mesidential memection. And YouTuber A kind of shit all over that idea. Maybe theoretically that is connected to the reason why he won't be a part of boob tube so that's interesting i mean i just didn't know this was going on but the other thing that fascinates me about it, and again we don't have i don't think there's proof out there that casey neistat or Footface or whatever accepted money but apparently these offers are going around and i if anyone can find me an example because these apparently these paid youtube 
ads, essentially, endorsements do exist. Can someone find me an example where the payment was disclosed? Because my understanding is that should be required. There's nothing wrong necessarily, although I, I don't think it's morally square necessarily, but there's nothing legally wrong with doing a paid endorsement and disclosing it. But just like when you see an ad on TV, like paid for by Hillary Clinton or, you know, I'm Hillary Clinton. I endorse this message that I would be, I would expect to be required on a YouTube video as well. But I've never seen that. So other than like a candidate's formal ad, if there's an example of a YouTube personality saying this is a paid endorsement from this uh, committee or this candidate or whatever, I've never seen that if this is going on. And that's a problem if it's not disclosed. Yeah. Mm hmm. I, I I don't know. That's strange to me. Like I, I I honestly didn't know about that angle with Philly D at all until you just played the clip, and I was like, that's that's pretty fucked, actually. But still, again, as I said with the whole Jay Z Beyonce thing, I would I would lie my ass off to everybody. I would just take the money and I would Instagram my voting for for Trump anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, technically, I would imagine you're paid to make the content itself, so yeah. you could you, you're not the paying biggest me for Mikey my podcast. vote. Yeah, right. And you could, you, maybe there's some non disparagement clause where you're not allowed to rip her on your Instagram or something, but it'd be funny. I don't know. <laughs> I would totally do it. Fuck Hillary. <laughs> oh, we got Baring the live chat. Hey, Baring. No. Nah, what? We need to, we need to have yeah. them back. Um, and I would love to have them back soon. Uh, it's, he's just in time, too, because we're about to play that awesome song by him and Sugar Tits that we debuted last week. I know. I want her to read me a story before I go to sleep every night with her soothing voice. Yeah. Everybody loves tits, right? Yeah. Have you heard that song yet, Mikey? Yes, I did actually. Oh, awesome. oh man. That that those those Australian accents so amazing. God, Australian accents are the best. <laughs> Refined yet rugged. That's the way, that's oh, what man. I say about them. <laughs> you sound them. both smart and tough. And that's what I admire <laughs> about them. And just dirty and nasty and just ridiculous, gruff. <laughs> when women, when females have an Australian accent, they always sound like tomboys. Like you know, like yeah, they I call don't know. Americans pussies. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that, that's all I got for this week's show. So unless you guys have more discussion points, I'm good with signing off and hopefully yeah. coming back to the show. Why don't you guys give? What, what, how about you guys give your final predictions? Who do you think is going to win? I think hmm. we're in. I think Trump's gonna win. I think probably by two states. I'd say maybe ten electoral points. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we'll see something come out tomorrow. I don't think tomorrow is gonna be a no news day. But it's really late for WikiLeaks to be dropping shit. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of peeved. What I don't you know think, what's gonna happen. What you think? What you Man, think I think the most. Okay, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna just because we're you know, gambling here, essentially. I want to be able to say I called a Trump victory and have it be right. I don't want to be pessimistic and then have him win or pessimistic and then be right. So this isn't necessarily what I think is the most likely one. I just want to be able to brag about it later. But I do think that the way the map is trending and the way the polls are trending, plus the X factors we discussed, I think the path is there to pull off a narrow electoral college victory. So the map that we looked at, where he still he loses mm -hmm. Pennsylvania, but he cobbles together a, you know a bunch of uh, of these battlegrounds. Um, I think that's the like I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's the outcome that I'm gonna pick. So the the number I'm looking at right now is 270 for Trump, 270 electoral votes, 268 for Hillary Clinton, and mm. we come back on Wednesday night for the call-in show, and it's just party time, as is next week's podcast. Or doom and fucking gloom. I'm, I'm oh just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All I'm I'll be say, crying. All, all Inconsolably I'm irate. That's what you, that's what you said is, previously. I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my um I'm gonna give my prediction. I think given uh the nice boost he has with Ohio and I think um Florida's a lock for him as well. Um I think it'll depend on if um if he can lock New Hampshire and I think maybe flip um, uh, Nevada and Colorado. Like I Ooh, think Colorado. Too many. Like... Too, many too much weed there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They got a big it's, military presence. It's all. And it's also That's good true. for like. And like Trump speaks really heavy about them states' rights, and Colorado's just like fuck yeah, states' rights. Goddamn it, but it's illegal. So. Plus, with that bullshit that happened in Reno, where there was like the assassination attempt scare. Uh, 
lots of Trump people on edge too. Possibly they just said, "Hey, fuck it, I'm nah, nah. This guy, this this guy's too good. I like him a little bit better than Hillary." But at the same time, like for someone who hasn't campaigned as much in Michigan, it would hurt to see Michigan go to Hillary also. So hmm. I I do see a Trump victory on the horizon. Right, but I don't well, think it's going to be a blowout. Pity party if uh, pity party <laughs> if it goes the opposite way. But oh, we'll man. still be here. We'll still be here until YouTube shuts us down, just like Philly yeah. D. Which will be the <laughs> week after the election if Hillary yeah. wins. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll call it there. Uh, thank you kindly to our first return guest, Biggest Mikey. Great guest thank tonight. You. Really appreciate it. Find him on Twitter. That is at biggest underscore Mikey. Listen to the biggest Mikey podcast linked in the description. It'll make you the cool kid at school. That's my tagline <laughs> for the show. Uh, thanks as always to our live viewers and our live chatters who keep us honest, shit posting away while we try to maintain sincerity around here. If you're listening on YouTube or an audio platform on demand, thank you as well for supporting the show. Remember, there's more material, the call-in show, bonus shows we do. You can find those uh, plus the main shows over on our audio platforms if you prefer to listen. iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, Stitcher, all linked conveniently down in the description. You can always email us. That's beautyinthebeta at gmail.com with requests, questions, or suggestions. We'll be back next Sunday because if it's Sunday, sorry, Chuck Todd. It's not (laughs) Meet the Press. It's Beauty in the Beta. We'll see you then. Bye, everybody.